You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 107. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 107. Ah! Today we are coming out with uh, the topic on simplicity. We're going to talk about things on why simplicity matters, why it's important, maybe dumbing down some of the noise in life, uh, things like that. I think it'll be a good topic today, guys. What y'all think? Well, you know, I just figured whenever y'all were like, oh, we're going to talk about being simple, that y'all were just using this time to make fun of me. <laughs> Interesting. Is it going to be a roast today? <laughs> Did I show up for a roast? I don't even have you down in any of my notes. Oh, man. Well, you can add that in. Let's go. I'm actually going to ask you to tell everybody why we, you think you're simple, John. <laughs> I think you're pretty complex. Yeah. What you think? What's that song? Simple Man? Yeah, Simple uh, Man. Yeah, Leonard, song, Skinner. Man. Leonard, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Hot dog be a simple kind of man. Also like Shinedown's version. They do a yeah. good cover of Simple Man. A little bit heavier. A little <laughs> bit heavier. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it's something that I... Uh, I got to say, I feel like my life isn't so simple these days, so I needed this podcast. And uh, But I am starting to appreciate um, how adding simplicity in your life can make it gosh, so much easier. So I look forward to um, kind of sharing some of the thoughts I had on what I think it would be, how it would be beneficial, and hearing your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good podcast. We threw around a couple of topics, and this one's what landed. So looking forward to it. And before we hop in, John, I know you got to be fired up. Craig is taking the Would You Rather today, man. Well, I told y'all I'd take it, but he was like, eh, you know, I get this one. So we'll let you, we're going to let you bring the show home at the end. Craig, okay. what you got, brother? All right. Well, I wish I'd have had a <clears throat> Would You Rather that was around simplicity. But um, <laughs> anyway, this was just one that was in my little uh, bag of tricks. I actually thought about it. I was like, I don't know what I'd say about this. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Would you rather live with a barnyard of animals in your house? I already do that. For a month. (laughs) Or live in a barn with the animals? For a month. I've already lived in a barn also. (laughs) Because he's simple. He's like, all I need is a barn. (laughs) That is actually pretty good. You're in your house and there's animals running everywhere. Barn animals. Uh Or... You're just in the barn mm. with the animals. What you think, John? Well, you know, growing up in uh, on McCown Road in Welsh, Louisiana, we actually lived in a barn-style house, so everybody knew it as the barn house, so it's pretty funny. I've actually already lived in a barn um, for, I don't know, probably 15 years or so. Uh, I guess having the barnyard animals in the house would probably be the better option for me. Um you know, I guess it probably wouldn't have great heating, cooling, plumbing in the barn. So from that aspect, um, I would probably live in the house with the animals. I think that's an interesting 
I think it depends. Like, am I going to build me a little like suite up there? Where am I sleeping? You could am have I a loft in the stable in the barn. Am I, I like, like to think like Jesus a man-sized baby Jesus crib. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to lay in a fetal position in a wooden crate. Huh. And I think you got to take in the time of year it is, where I'm located, if I'm down here in Louisiana, or if I'm man, like, he's got so many qualifying up, up there in North Carolina. Truth. I think there's a lot. I yeah, think, you could make it up there. Uh huh. You could make it up there. Didn't in the winter time. In the winter time, be a little hard, but yeah, it feels like you know, summer. If summer in North Carolina in the barn, I would stay in the barn. Right. I'd rather just be in the barn than man. That'd just be a headache. My house would probably be pretty destroyed. You know, if I got like a freaking cow walking through my house. And if you're OCD about cleaning. And, and I'm like, nice. yeah, I mean, it'd be tough. But if I don't really care about the house, then I'm probably going to take the house because I think the farm animals are going to depreciate the value of my house, banging it up pretty bad there. Um, so I think if I'm picking hairs, I'm taking going to sleep in the barn. If the wow, elements whoa. are fine outside, I'm taking the barn, man. I didn't think you were rugged enough for that, buddy. Mm, man, come on now. <laughs> this is real simplicity over here. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I both put something different. Um, yeah, as you're answering, I'm sitting there thinking about this. It's like, man, you know, the, the, the creature comforts of your home are only so good. And you got cows and pigs running around and there's, you know, using the bathroom wherever they want. Oh, man. You could put those big diapers on them now. Hey, at least yeah. they know where you know? to go with their board. You know, could you, you take one room spot. and keep it locked and be ready to escape the animals, <laughs> go back in there? Uh, I'm not sure if I have the best answer for that. <laughs> you know. Dude, can you see all those farm animals at CeCe's house? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do have two dogs, which are swimming around in his pool. (laughs) Oh, but like CC, bring me a fishing rod. The fish are hitting. Did you go look at CC? He'd be stuck out on his deck, (laughs) afraid to go back in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And in the summertime, if you're in that barn, man, whoo! At least in Louisiana, you're right. Mm -hmm. North Carolina be different. I'm gonna try and just I don't know. I guess I'll be with Steve on this one and stay in the house and just try to figure out. <laughs> Maybe I could lock some of the cattle in one room and <laughs> lock the pigs in another. And Got that horse running around. The man. horse is running around. Anyway, that'd be entertaining month. Entertaining. <laughs> that would be a an month. Be a long time. Man. Yeah, it would be. Hmm. Would be. Uh, no, it's pretty good. Would you rather? Yeah, there, something different. Kind of like it, man. <laughs> I think it does go with simplicity, especially if you want to live in the barn. Um, okay, well, we're going to hop into the topic, and I think this is, uh, personally, I, I enjoy, I'm glad this one was chosen out of the other options here. Um, Who chose it? It was really about deduction. Craig did not want, <laughs> <laughs> highly did not want one of, the, uh, one of the options thrown out there, and then John just laughed. Well, I just misread it. I thought that was the one he wanted to do, and I was like, okay, let's do that one. Don't worry, Craig. I had you back on it, man. He I made sure that that wasn't happening for you. Um <laughs> This oh, is okay. something that I went back and forth on. Like I was looking for 2022 to what I want to kind of theme of the year because I do like goals and um, for the year. And then when Lent comes, I like doing things like that. So I was going back and forth between the year of freedom and the year of simplicity. And then I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to dumb this thing down, if I'm going to simplify it, I would need to go through some simplicity would inherently bring you freedom. So I went with the year of simplicity and so I'm kind of glad that we took this as the topic. That's just a great, good example of simplifying things right there. There you go. You know, I think for most of us, you know, we make things too complex because, you know, a lot of us have a fear of missing out on activities or, you know, work requirements or a lot of different things in life that, you know, we may choose to do more things than we can uh, manage or more things than that would be productive for us. So I think for a lot of people who have that kind of innate 
um, you know, mindset that they want to go, they want to do things, uh, that you can get in trouble as a result of that. So if you can, you know, make better decisions on what is best for you at that time, I think that's one way that you can simplify your life to that extent. That's right. I was just looking at a quote, Steve, and you pretty much just spoke to it. It says, Bam. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm sitting reading the quote and you're like, Oh, Steve must've read this, but he didn't. It's, <laughs> this came from the wisdom of Steve. <laughs> But it was a uh, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you strip it down to its bare bones, I mean, life can be and is really simple. But I guess we add these layers of complexity for whatever reason, whether it's fear of missing out or we have to have the next thing or whatever. Every little thing you stack adds a layer that has to be addressed or dealt with, which, you know, takes a lot of mental, physical and energy and time. Yeah, you know, I think there there is two two ways of looking at. It. You can uh, simplify things in your mind, thoughts. You know, a lot of thoughts, etc. I think as human beings, we're pretty complex people. Even though I tend to think of myself as simple, and apparently so does John think of himself in that way. We're really not. I mean, as human beings, I think we were intended to be born, like Craig saying, in a simplified way. Uh, but we we tend to overcomplicate things. Along with, from a material standpoint, you can bring too much into your life uh, that can, you know. Uh, different business ventures, material items you can buy that the more, you know, things you have, the more problems that can somewhat come from that. I myself though, uh, something I've really wanted to do, I've talked about a lot of podcasts is hearing God's will. And I'm like, man, for my life, like what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Something I think we spend the majority of our life trying to figure out. And it occurred to me that I've been working on this, but apparently I need to simplify more in my life. Like just spend more time, spend more time in silence, spend more time listening. And to do that, you got to cut some of the other stuff out that you might be spending time doing. And I definitely have a fear of the missing out situation. So that's how it's kind of impacting me personally at the moment. Well, you know, that would be a situation where your, you know, your thoughts, your, your actions, your mind is being um, taken away from, you know, hearing that will hearing Mm -hmm. that um, process of whatever you think the Lord has uh, instilled for you. So, you know, there, it can be as simple as, uh, you know, clearing your mind and getting down to focusing on that avenue of hearing the Lord's uh, will for you, you know, decluttering your life, decluttering your thought process in order for you to hear and understand, uh, you know, what he has waiting for you. It's kind of funny. I have a real life example of that. <clears throat> when I used to run, I still do this. Uh, I'll listen to music. You know, I'm just kind of in the zone. I let the, the cadence of the music kind of carry me and um, set my pace. But sometimes I just don't listen to music. I just want to, like, let the wind blow and look at the trees, as y'all know. Mm. I like to look at the trees. <laughs> but it's weird. Like, the first five or ten minutes of the run is, is a, it's a, it's a lot of noise and just the thoughts. But inevitably, it always ends up, the last 20 minutes of my run, it's me and God talking. Mm. It's like I'm having a dialogue. It's like prayer, but at the same time, it's me sort of having these visions and these ideas about things that are more in line with what God wants in my life. Right. Like, you know, whether it's my relationships or friendships or things I need to be doing. And it always goes there. It's like in the silence, like it just always ends up steering there at some point, but it takes like 30 minutes to get the noise out. And so I think the music as fun as it is, it's noise. So it's like you said, stripping down these distractions, you know, removing the things that are creating the noise in our life to allow God's will to speak to you. And I've, I've experienced that. So I can, I totally understand that. So does he ask about me? He does. He's like, Greg, <laughs> We got to talk about Steve. <laughs> he needs a lot of help. Knew it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, myself in the mornings, I, I we've talked about this. John and I were doing the Miracle mm-hmm. Morning happenings, which I'm still doing some and tweaking them as I go. But I would wake up in the morning and be trying to exercise, do the affirmations, the visualization, 
sit in silence, meditate, and you're trying to do all these things. And I was so concentrated on getting them all in, I was like missing the point of doing whatever I was trying to do. Um, so I think that that's another example of trying to find a way, again, personally for me, I had to dumb this down to, I'm going to spend a little more time meditating or for 2022, I'm taking a little more time in the morning might take away from, I don't know, something I might want to do in the evening, watch a little more TV, you know, football game or something like that to spend that time to really be able to hear, because I think you're right, Craig, you start and then lo and behold, you get to the end of it and you're starting to get somewhere because you had to flush out all the, you know, let your mind calm, body calm down in the beginning of that time I spend in the morning to to start, you know, hearing the Lord's voice, mm-hmm. getting some answers, stuff like that. You know, it's funny you talked about, uh, you know, not listening to music and I find myself lately, I'll go exercise and I'll put in my AirPods and I just won't even turn them on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just wear them. And, uh, you know, part of it is just enjoying the silence. You know, we have so much ruckus going on at my house with all the kids, um, you know, that it's it's just nice to be able to remove yourself from uh, just those distractions of any type of noise. And I really love music. I mean, I really love listening to those things, but it's just something where, uh, you know, it just gives me an extra opportunity to, to just let my brain relax a little bit and yeah. not even have to focus on any of um, any additional noise, whether it be something that I really enjoy doing. I was, um, I think I was reading something. It was either Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg or both of them. They always wear the same outfit. And I think one of Steve Jobs' things was like, look, I make a million decisions a day that I don't need any yeah, more decisions. I remember you telling me that one. And I was like, wow, I was like, you wake up, it's like black shirt, black pants. I mean, you don't have to even sit there and worry about it because that's just what you wear. And so it's interesting. Like you have to be conscious and make these little life changes you know, like you said, the meditation and not turning the music on, um, you know, what are things we can do in our life to just try to reduce those decisions that just clutter our mind. And, and it kind of raises your stress level. Like I was forced to do this during COVID. I mean, you had to stay home, not when I had it, but whenever the world, you know, country right. was shut down, I couldn't go to work, couldn't go to visit people. I sat at home and man, you talk about my body felt different. Like I was sleeping later, I had such like a sense of peace because I was actually forced to not do these things that distract me so much. And it's pretty sweet. A part of me was going, oh, this must be what retirement's like, you know? <laughs> Although I do have people that retire and end up getting busier than they were when they were working. Right. So and, I don't and, know. and I think what you're saying there is pretty key because a lot of times in life, we, I, I especially, I think all of us sitting here are go, go, go for one reason or another, an obligation that we have, but a lot of obligations are put on ourselves. And I think Greg's mentioned that before, you know, you got to sometimes be able to say no to things in life. Opportunities may come up. I don't know, to serve on a board, be part of a committee. There's always something that's going to come, but you got to be able to cut stuff out in order to simplify um, just, you know, obligations, not even a material or a mental thing, just something that's going to take up your time, effort and energy that you might need for something else. Yeah. I didn't realize that, uh, Steve Jobs, um, that was a decision that he just had everything laid out the same every day. I thought maybe he was just a Johnny Cash fan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I envy people like y'all in the medical world. Y'all basically wear the same stuff I every do. day. It's pretty, it's yeah, pretty easy decision. It's for that reason, it's like, I don't want to, you know, just put it on. You know, another big thing for us, you know, my wife and I got married. We both had uh, homes. Um, so whenever we consolidated, we had similar size homes. And uh, we went from having two fully furnished houses to having one house about the same size. So, you know, that's this is something that uh, we've had a lot of extra um, things in the house that I think is clutter. I I like to get rid of things. A couple we, storage units. <laughs> we do have storage <laughs> units. Uh, I prefer to to declutter and get rid of things but my wife is a different story so 
that's something that you know can take away from your enjoyment just by having those extra things around uh, you know that may not be of good use to you but if you simplify your life they may be go a long way to helping somebody else who needs uh, some of those things that you not necessarily need yeah you know i think that brings up a point and i think i saw this documentary a long few years back on netflix on minimalism and it was you know people who basically shed a lot of the stuff out of their life a lot of their clothes items they had do you see this uh i think you talked about it but i mean it just reminded reminded me of you whenever you buy things now now you're you get rid of two whenever you buy one. Yeah, seriously, I, I, I get, I've got some clothes for Christmas. I'm shunning some stuff out. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of annoying what Craig is talking about. This is uh, Steve Jobs from whoever doing the outfit picker outer here. I'm flying back up to North Carolina tomorrow, and I went to get dressed today, and I was sitting there looking at my clothes saying, what am I going to bring to North Carolina? What am I wearing now? What am I going to do? And then I left my closet because I was so annoyed that I was yes. spending this much time. Came back. When I like literally had to get dressed, and I was like, "This is insane! I'm only going up there for four days, but I have so when you have so many options, it's more it yeah. creates more things." But I do think what John is saying is something that I have tried to implement recently. If I get something, I need to you know purchase something. Somebody gives you something, need to give it away, give something away, and especially this time of year with the cold, <laughs> etc. From a clothing item standpoint, I think there's a lot to be said for also the, the benefit of helping others. Yeah, I was actually putting clothes in my closet, and I like I'm putting my body weight into separating shirts so I could shove another shirt in. I'm like, this is not good. I've got to get rid of this stuff, and half of it, I'll probably wear a quarter of the stuff hanging there. Yeah, you know? right. It's right. like, what am I doing? Um, you know, it's it's interesting too. Simplicity not only can help you, but it, like I think it can help others. You know, mentally, you might not be there for your loved one, your your spouse, your significant other, your family, because you are so cluttered. And we've talked before about the four hour work week. We talking about in our business ventures, we talk about a, a company called Fiverr. It's like, how can you sort of take this control, this load of stuff that you always feel like you have to do and maybe, you know, get help, get somebody to share that burden and learn to kind of manage that, that team so that you do have availability to be simple. You know, you're not trying to do it all, but you can, you know, team up with others if it's something that you have to do and find a way to not necessarily feel like you have to be responsible for the thing, but maybe find somebody with a skill set that is better at what you're doing. So you don't have to clutter up your life with, you know, things that stress you mentally. Um, and then in turn, you're not there for others. What are your thoughts on, on that? No, I agree. I mean, I think outsourcing, uh, and looking for people who are more apt to completing tasks for you. Like that is a great option as far as recapturing time and simplifying your life and taking away from the day to day distractions that, uh, you know, you may be able to spend more quality time with your family. So I think that's a great idea. And I think on the, the other side of this, kind of same thing, when you give away your clothes, you, you feel good that somebody's, you know, a benefit for someone else. It's a benefit for someone else to use their talents and abilities that are better than yours. I'm, I'm a big believer in doing this in life. I don't know the answer how to do something. I just try to outsource it anyway on top of me. So I do think that it would be good to, to utilize those type of resources because someone else has really good talent and ability to do those type of things. Um, kind of Craig and I have been, and John, he's been in this too, talking about some rental properties and things like that. And it, it made me think of the tiny house, you know, <laughs> the potential of getting a tiny house. I it's can, simple. <laughs> it's simple. That, that, that's some minimalizing. And I still remember when I went up there, I think it was last time or time before. I don't know. When I was up there, um, there was this guy, I may have already told the story. I don't, I don't know, but there was this guy, he's probably like 25 or something. And he's in his little tiny house. And he's like messing in the driveway with the tires on his car. I think taking some pictures like he was going to sell them or whatever. And I rolled down the window. I was like, man, do you, do you like living in here? And he was like, he looked up, love it. 
the smile on that guy's face was like freaking tenfold. And I thought to myself, man, this guy, it must be pretty nice in a lot of ways. I mean, it always looks potentially greener on the other side, but very little to upkeep over here, living in a place that he enjoys, less worry, less stress that you got to deal with. I mean, everybody has, I'm sure he has some stress or worry to some degree, but it's all minimalized just based on his lifestyle of living. You know, I watched those shows, Tiny Houses. Yeah, I've seen that. My, my, my first reaction was, who would want to live in that? <laughs> and then as I watched more episodes, I was like, wow, they wake up and it's like everything they got to deal with, they can stand in one spot and turn 360 and see it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, there's less to break, there's less to cut, less to purchase, less to purchase. The house. So, A, you got more money to spend on things that make you happy, less mm-hmm. to fix. You don't have to spend your whole weekend cutting grass. You're just like, okay, I think I'll go hiking. I might just go have coffee with a friend because I don't have to deal with my house or anything else right. and I got the money to do whatever yeah. so hey I mean that's a perfect example of simplicity and, and the benefits of it and I see why he's probably smiling big yep you know something else that popped in my head whenever um, we chose this as a topic as usual you know my kids come to mind the simplicity of just being a child and, and oh, enjoying yeah. that time frame you know we've recently you know we're getting a bunch of packages in for the holidays I'm not sure if I told this story yet or not but um we had, you know, a box that was about just about big enough for the tiny gift to climb inside. So, you know, he spent days getting in and out of that box. And Elijah Paul was just, you know, wanting to get in too. So whenever he would get out and turn his back, Elijah would jump in and try to, you know, play along. So we had to go find him a box to play in too. But just, you know, that simplicity of, hey, I don't even need a toy. I don't need... Uh, to be entertained with video games or anything else like that, just something as simple as a little box uh, can, you know, just grasp their imagination and they can have just a wonderful time. So I think for all of us, you know, definitely looking back, trying to remember what it was like when you were a kid or if you have small children, it's a constant reminder of just the simple things of, you know, me just coming home and seeing the joy that brings um, my kids um, it's just a beautiful thing that uh, if you don't have kids, go find some and uh, you, can, <laughs> you can let some of that rub off on you. That reminds me of a friend who took his kids to on this big vacation. And he spent all his money and it was, that was awesome. And when he got home, he's like, kids, what was your favorite part? And they were like, the playground at McDonald's. <laughs> like That was back when they had these playgrounds at McDonald's. Yeah. And like that was their favorite part. And he's like, I could have taken them to McDonald's. But I spent all this money traveling. And I think as adults, we, we try to find the toys, the things that we think will make us happy. But as soon as that bill comes in, stress goes up. Something breaks, stress goes up. You know, all these little things that you have to take care of. And the toy loses its shine after a while. And we look back, what are the things that really probably bring you the most joy? Going to the game with your buddies. You know, going on the camping trip, the fishing trip, the the vacation, uh, having some people over for a drink, visiting. I mean, that's really what brings us the most joy. And so I think simplicity is, or at least this this discussion we're having is a good opportunity to look at those things in our life that might be stealing our joy and then focus on what brings us joy and maybe some things we can start to kind of uh, let go of and, and try to get back that, that true happiness. Last thing before we wrap this thing up, what do y'all think about the, the idea of simplicity when making decisions in life. So we talked about like, you know, taking stuff mm. out of our life in, in ways, but like, I don't know, say you're John, he's gone through this recently. I think going to talk about this some, so we'll kind of hold off on, on that till we get to the pump, the brakes, hit the gas, but you know, making a big purchase, like buying a home, buying a vehicle, switching a job, a relationship, 
a lot of, you know, life, you know, throws some big decisions at us uh, at different times in life. Could be the end of life with a loved one, things like that. What do y'all think about, I think the mind tends to, to get pretty, you know, hyped up on the actual decision being made versus being able to dumb it down to its most simplistic form um, in making the decisions, a bunch of decisions maybe within the decision. What do y'all think about simplifying the mind to make decisions? No, I agree. I mean, I think most of the, most of the time, whenever we do have decisions, whether they be big or small, um, we have a lot of distractions and a lot of things that really don't matter um, related to the actual decision. Um, so I think if you can just scrape all the things away that are, are not related to that, that would go a lot further, decrease your stress like CC keeps talking about, um, and make those decisions a lot easier if you just stripped it down to the the bare bones of what's best for me, what's best for my family, what's best for the future, if you consider it to that extent. It's funny. That's one of the things I've always struggled with. I tend to overanalyze, overthink, you know, kind of making the right decision. You try to go through these checks and balances. You get the anxiety of not being able to make the decision and the right decision. And boy, that really wears you out. And I always kind of was uh, envious of people who could just make a choice. But what's interesting is those are people that made the snap decision. They weren't always right, but they didn't care, right? Right. And so... Because, you know, inevitably, even if you make a wrong decision in life, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. You have this sort of fear of making a wrong decision. And as humans, we feel like that fear equals pain and equals all these problems. But I think there's probably more pain and the anxiety of trying to think you're making the right decision as opposed to, like you said, Steve, just break it down. Go with your gut. You know, you can look at the high-level things and just make a choice. Make a decision. Feel so so freeing. And then just, you know, if it doesn't go the way you want, you just kind of make new decisions as you move along and, and don't – uh, have too much stress about them because inevitably it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that when you dumb it down to most simplistic form is, you know, are you personally going to die with whatever's about to happen here? Um, and I'm not saying there are decisions that that, that could play into the role. Um, but for the most part, that answer is going to be no. And it's not as bad as you, you think it's going to be. And I think it's important to look at, you know, the intent or the motivation, the purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing. And I think if you scale it down to those simplistic thought processes it makes it easier to make a decision because like craig's saying a lot of times indecision can can be worse than actually making the decision you could have spent all the time trying to make the decision doing whatever it was going both avenues and seeing which one was better um anyways well guys i think it's been a a good topic here uh you know especially starting the new year a lot of new thoughts ideas optimism and it's good to to sometimes simplify those things so you know don't bite off more than you can chew and stuff like that before we do wrap it up, we're going to flip it to Johnny Boy for the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. John, what you got, bub? Man, we're hitting the gas. <laughs> hitting the gas. Oh, man. You know, we were getting close to closing on the, the home that we talked about, so moving on to Kingston. Um, so we could just have a lot of things to do. Craig, he's know. trying to be right by me. Oh, be right by what? my work. That's awesome. Uh, well, that was we almost had to <laughs> daily visits, man. <laughs> uh, just to you know get the house ready. We still have some hurricane damage that we're trying to take care of um, at the home that we're at on the Westwood. Um, trying to get the home that we're moving in prepped and ready so we can move in and everything will be taken care of before we get there. You know, and just talking about having this conversation today, just you know, made me think how happy my kids are going to be with all those extra boxes we're going to have around oh, after the move. They're going to be Dude, like, this the is the city. best place ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just hitting the gas, trying to get everything prepared in order to make that jump out of the 01 to the 05. Um, and hopefully it'll be a great, 
and be over before we get too stressed about it. <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of things going on for old Johnny there. And Craig and I, we're going to pray for you. We'll be we'll be two yes. hands to help you Amen. move if need That's be. That's right, need brother. It. You know we're there for you. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. If you have any thoughts on simplicity, we'd love to hear them. If you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?